Hello, I'm Brian Jose, and welcome to another episode of the Spirit Storeway podcast brought to you by Kent County Paranormal. Before we dive in, if you have enjoyed our podcast and our Facebook live video of the podcast, you can look us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Kent County Paranormal. Like our page and follow us. Um, we also do our, uh, most of our podcasts we do live on there. We aren't able to do today's, but so you can catch the podcast live. Uh, so there you can see our videos and updates and some of our past cases. You can find us on YouTube by searching Kent County Paranormal. And uh, we also have an Instagram page at instagram.com forward slash Kent County Paranormal. If you've been watching our Facebook Live videos of the podcast, but you want to catch it all or listen to it our podcast, you can find them at wktvjournal.org forward slash podcast. That's where you can find the audio of this podcast and all the episodes. You can watch the videos as well on the Whole Picture Podcast, which is WKTV's uh, page where they have all their different podcast uh, episodes on. So you can actually see the video. Also, if you're in need of our services, you can message our Facebook page. You can email us at kentcountyparanormal at hotmail.com, or you can call us at 616-541-4496. That is 616-541-4496. That is our ghost line number. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, Ghostbusters. Yeah. (laughs) So, and our special guest today is Jamie Ray of, you can find her on YouTube at Jamie Ray's Paranormal Wonders. Hi, everybody. Nice to meet you all. Glad to be here. Good to be back with my friend, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, yeah. So then, um, so for this podcast, this is your first time on, so I thought maybe you just, if you want to do a brief introduction of yourself, kind of how you got started in the paranormal and stuff like that. Um. I actually started YouTube about three years ago, maybe. It was like two and a half, three years ago. Um, I got interested in other paranormal shows and what they were doing, but I've always been like an enthusiast. Like even when my daughter was younger, like she would sit there and watch Ghost Adventures with me and stuff like that because I was always interested in it. But when I was younger, um, I started having abilities to be able to communicate um, hear, see, sight, the, um, kind of like the awakening, I guess, of whatever it is. Um, I never really give myself a full label, but I guess people would call it like a psychic medium or clairvoyant. Um, I've used it to try to help people, um, either find closure or to gain help or knowledge into something where, um, it's a positive influence. I try to keep it more of like love and light, peaceful, Um, I want them to find comfort in what I'm doing, not find fear. And I do find that there are some people that have, um, you know, very limited knowledge of what we do or how we do it, even if it's like an investigator. Um, I'm also a paranormal investigator, but I do have mediumship abilities. So when I'm in a home, I can pick up on the surroundings. I think it has a lot more to do with maybe being able to pick up on or just, or even having like knowledge, or I kind of consider it like a soul connection, like with the elements and like what's around you, or even being more empathetic to the people that are around you, um, picking up on their emotions. Um, it can be a little draining, <laughs> but it is, it is actually quite an experience. So, um, I'm like, I don't even know. I'm like, I started making videos about two and a half years ago, um, started off with just live streams. And then I started getting into more of the investigation side. And I started watching a few other people that were on YouTube. And when I did readings for them, and I had no like actual um, knowledge of like, what's happened to them or who they were outside of them just being a YouTube channel or like having that. And I did readings for them. They were the ones that are like, you should start a channel. Like, it would be really good for you to do that and, like, use your gifts. And that's kind of how I started YouTube. So I'm like, you can find me on YouTube, which is Jamie Ray's Paranormal Wonders. Um, The same name for Instagram and for my Facebook fan page. If you have any questions, concerns, or you need a reading or an investigation, you can email me at... L-I-L-Y-R-A-J 
rae12 at gmail.com, or you can stop in at my Facebook fan page. Um, you just click join. It's absolutely free, and you can just come into the group, and if you have a question or a concern, you can message me there. Um, I also have a Twitter, which is like, it's jamieray 84 or at Jamie Ray 84 I'm like, I don't use it very often, so I can't always remember Twitter. But, yeah. I was like, but yeah, pretty much all the rest of them are correlated with my name, and I do have it on my About page. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, so like, um, I know like some of the stuff you've done is like, with our next guest, who's going to be Darren Dykehouse of Lakeshore Paranormal yeah. in two weeks. I know you've done some investigations with him. Do you want to talk about maybe some... Like favorite cases with him or oh yeah um the first and most interesting case I think by far was actually the day that we met um it was a group collaboration with our friend uh, Michiganderman and um I don't know if he's been on the show yet or not but I I do remember some hints about him possibly being here um but we all kind of got together and Rob and I since we lived in Michigan we're all trying to plan like a day to go out and it just so happened to work out that way and I met Darren and it was like immediate connection like it was like I got I was around him and immediately like it was like we wanted the same things and we were he stuck by me like glue too but I was like it's kind of funny but I'm like that night I'm like in particular like when you look at the pictures of what I caught there's some crazy evidence in that video but there's pictures that I took and in the beginning when I went in there I didn't see this with my naked eye but when I went back the beginning of the gate where we came in I took multiple pictures of it for possible well, I was just going to ask oh. like, I understand if you can't reveal the exact location but like if you want to oh. like what kind of a place you were oh in? it was a cemetery it was okay. at Mouth Cemetery in okay. White Lake yeah okay. and I'm like it's it's I think it's called the um the opening of or the mouth of White Lake on my video, on my channel. But in the pictures, though, that I took, like, you can see that, like, the gate, I thought it would be, like, a good thumbnail. And I took some pictures of it, and in, like, the first picture, you just see this silhouette of, like, a black cat. In the very next picture, there's nothing there. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty exciting, because I was, like, looking at it. I'm like, there was tons of disembodied voices, um, EVPs. And I also caught a glimpse. Now, see, I've had, I did zoom in on it so I could see this a little closer. But um, a friend of our, or a friend of Rob's passed. It was one of his best friends or whatever. And I kept getting a feeling that there was somebody with him. And I snapped a couple pictures of him walking away from me. Now, I don't know for sure if it was a camera glare or not because I, some stuff I'm not too familiar with. Yeah. But the feeling that I got was that he was standing there. And the way Rob was looking towards the woods, his foot was up. And this guy that I sort of caught next to him looks like he's sort of standing just straight up with a white T-shirt on and jeans and a hat. Yeah. And when I zoomed in on that, I was like, that's not Rob. Rob wasn't wearing white or anything that would reflect that color. Like, I went back through that a hundred times because I was like, that can't be. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. So it's like, I guess it just depends on when you're connecting with your surroundings. Like if you pick that stuff up, I tend to get more pictures or get more orbs and things like that because I can feel the energy. Okay. So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how many experiences you've had. What was yeah. your first like scary experience you think you ever had? My first one would have been when I was a kid. I got a scary one. was um I was in my bedroom. I had, like, my door shut. All of a sudden, mm. my door, like, creeped open, mm-hmm. and there's a shadow figure standing <gasps> in the doorway. That Ooh. was definitely the most scary. That's probably the only time I've ever been scared by anything mm-hmm. spiritual that I've encountered. I've had some stuff where it's been kind of, I don't like the environment, so I kind of get out, but not, like, yeah. really terrified, like, at that moment. Because you could just tell, like, the, like, its energy was very, very negative. Yeah, I I agree with you because it's almost like when we say like our gut instinct Mm -hmm. or like a woman's intuition or that sensitivity in our surroundings, it's like I try to tell people, I'm like, those things are your biggest help is your body's way of communicating to you when something's either not right or it feels different Mm -hmm. or a change in temperature in the environment, how you feel, like when you get cold chills, goosebumps, you heat up, whatever it is that you're doing, that's that's 
reaction mm-hmm. to your surroundings. So it may not be something that you can actually capture on camera, but it is evidence to you because you know how you feel and see things on a regular basis. Yeah. And that, I believe, is almost a true experience sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, and I've seen shadow figures too. I'm yeah. like, I know how you feel with that. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, for mine, I think like it actually like impacted my life mm-hmm. because I think it was influencing the people around me. Because at that point in time, I was in like a really bad depression. Like I was getting bullied a lot. Like mm-hmm. I didn't get like along with like my stepdad and stuff like that. Like my mom went into a bad depression. Like I couldn't even like talk to her and yep. stuff like that. And like, so I got to the point where for me, like I was almost like committing contemplating committing suicide like that's how low like it had gotten so like i like prayed to god to like please come get this away you know this negative away from me or whatever like i didn't realize at the time it was that shadow figure doing it but i think that was the one but then like after that i would see this like guy like like he'd emit his own light yeah like long hair like he'd always be searching for something and i'd call to him and i see i had this experience a couple times he would turn look at me and then disappear I had a reoccurring dream of a man in a wheelchair um, over and over again for the longest time. And upstairs in my bedroom at the time, um, I would see, like, I would get this feeling that he was there. And I didn't know if I was, like, in that dreamlike state or if I was sort of, like, half awake kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I'd always, like, feel him searching for something. And there was actually this one particular time that I do remember where I know for a fact that I shut my closet door. I knew that the drawers were shut because I had just put clothes away the night before, pulled out stuff for school, laid it out. And literally I woke up and the drawer was like wide open, practically hanging out. And I'm like, there was no breakage in that like that it was a sturdy wooden cedar dresser like and it had like those old metal tracks so like you could almost hear like the clicking a little bit when it came out so it would actually take some force to like yank it out yeah you know what i mean and i'm like and i never heard the clicking part but i i woke up and this dresser was open i had like shirts just hanging over the side and i'm like did i wake up and physically manifest that dream or was that something that occurred that I was seeing in a dream and not realizing it? Yeah. So it's always those questions. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean? well, for mine, it's like after, like, like I had that after I was seeing, because this wasn't a dream. I was seeing it, like, physically. Mm-hmm. The, the guy was, like, emitting the light. And, like, like after that, like, everything changed. Like, I was getting along with the people that were bullying me before. They become my, became my friends. Like, all that negative energy. My mom came out of her depression. I came out of mine. I wanted, like, the entire environment changed I, around me. I did want to say, though, too, that this is this is one thing that I have noticed, is when you have depression, you have negative emotions, mm-hmm. you have anger, rage, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like, like attracts like, mm-hmm. negative attracts negative. Like, misery loves company, yeah. you know what I mean? So when you're wallowing in that, all those emotions, think of them as, like, particles. They're just accumulating all over the place i mean they're literally stacking up through the vents through the walls wherever it is and it's literally encumbering you you know what i mean and when you start to finally realize that these are not your actual feelings and this isn't how you want to feel and you start clearing that clutter away it's almost like that's what the cleansing process is Mm -hmm. so that's what you do with sage and yeah you know, holy water, whatever it is that you feel. But when you finally kind of get those negative emotions or those negative things away from you, it does show up as white light. I'm not surprised that you were seeing um, the silhouette of a person or a man yeah. that had like its own light. Yeah, admitting. I admit it. Like, like the, there'd be no lights in the room, but the light would be, the room would be lit up from. Yeah, but you were person, no longer you, know? you were no longer seeing that shadow man mm-hmm. or that shadow figure. I think it drove it away and was protecting me. I think it me, did, and I, I honestly feel like if you were calling upon um, mm-hmm. a spirit guide or if you were having that much trouble that you were actually asking for prayers, yeah. that would be what was coming to you to be able to help you get through that moment. Yeah, I do know how you feel, though. Mm-hmm. I had severe depression and bullying. And it's no joke. I mean, I missed so much school. There was this kid that just picked on me relentlessly, shoved me into a brick wall. Like, I mean, you name it, he did it. And mm-hmm. it was just horrible. And I'm like, I had girls like cattiness, like spitting in pop bottles and dumping them on me and stuff when they walked by me on the bus. Mm-hmm. Like, it was horrible. And I'm like, but I finally got to this point in high school where I kind of got around a a better group of people, like new people that weren't the same small area of people that had more of that like fight in them where it was like you're no longer going to take that 
And I finally started standing up for myself. And when I realized that these people were more scared of my reaction than what they were actually doing, I realized that I was like, there's nothing to be scared of anymore. Like, no offense, screw these people. You know what I mean? But I was like, I hate to hear that it gets to the point where some of these people and some of these kids get so depressed and so bullied that they want to contemplate suicide. Mm -hmm. And I really do you know, admire the courage for people to speak out on that. But I always want them to know that there is like a 1-800 number. There is a talk line. There is somebody there that is willing to listen and help. If you know that you're experiencing those things, reach out. Do Mm -hmm. not sit back, dwell within. And that's always the toughest thing with depression because it's it's to build the wall around yourself. That's the thing like I struggled with because it's like, 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 you don't feel like you can reach out. Like, right. like that's the big thing you got to, like, overcome, too. Is... Yeah, because you feel like you stand mm-hmm. alone against yeah. all these other people yeah. that are attacking you. And you don't, like, it's one man versus the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, it's David and Goliath. You know what I mean? But David ended up conquering that bully. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like eventually when you realize that it does take that one good person, that one good light-headed person to go... I don't want this anymore and I don't want to be this way anymore. Yeah. That takes a lot of courage. Yeah. And there are people, and I found out a lot that there are so many people that have had similar experiences. And like when you open a range, I'm like, I know people from Ireland now, Australia, Canada, I mean, all around and people that have had similar experience. And I'm just like, I'm so glad that I opened up my eyes to YouTube for that reason. Because you yeah. have so many new friends and so many new people in your life that you can communicate with that you don't have to worry about those naysayers. Yeah. Well, I've, I've had it before, like, doing cases where people have, like, talked about the exact... Like, they'll be telling them, like, you're telling my story when I was a <laughs> right. kid. You right. know, this is the exact same story. I lived right. it. I know right. I know what, you, what you're dealing with, you know. Exactly. And, yeah. like, you know, it took me it took me a while, you know, and I'm like, when you're in middle school and high school, like, you know, I really do hope and pray that, like, my daughter knows that, like, I'm open to her at any point. Like, it doesn't matter what it is, mm-hmm. whatever question it is, whatever fear she has, it doesn't matter. I want her to communicate with me and talk to me about it. And I will, and she does. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and that is one thing I'm super proud about, about having a 13-year-old is that when they want to enclose and isolate she still has that outlet with somebody that will listen to her. And to me, I'm like, because I've been there and done that and probably tried it over and screwed it up again, you know what I mean? I'm like, I feel like I have more knowledge to give her than these other 13-year-old teeny boppers who yeah. don't know anything besides what they learned on the internet. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they haven't learned They haven't had the life experience yet. Right. And I'm just like, and that's what I want her to know. And, like, I want her to take that away. Like, I don't ever want her to grow up thinking that she doesn't have the courage to stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's true. And I'm like, I tell her all the time, like, don't be the bully and start it. But if you have to fight for yourself for self-defense or you have to fight for an underdog or someone else who is being like hurt i will never get i will never be mad at you for that yeah ever but i'm like i'm like but if i find out you're being the bully then yeah whoop that (laughs) booty you know what i mean but i was like no she's such a good kid i'm like i cannot believe it i'm like such a good kid. I mean, so much. And I'm like, she's yeah, glad she's off camera. Yeah, and she she is she is in the studio with us, and she is my beautiful daughter. And she wanted to come up here to Grand Rapids and have a mommy daughter day and just kind of hang out. And yeah. I'm glad to have her here because she's my favorite sidekick. She's my best friend and daughter wrapped up into one. And I'm like, she's beautiful. And I'm like, I just, I literally like, just adore this girl. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I can't believe I made her. <laughs> I'm like. I'm like, thank you, Lord, <laughs> all the time. She's she's awesome, and she's smart, so smart. She is, too. Don't let her fly out. <laughs> she tries to say she's not, but she is. Mm-hmm. She got it from her mama. <laughs> okay, so there was another one, too, like, like you did with Darren. I'm trying to think of where it was. I think it was like an old... Oh, like hospital uh, or something where like somebody jumped yeah, out the window? Uh, yeah, Van Buren County Poorhouse. Um, uh-huh. It's now turned into a, a historical museum, but actually on the other end of the property, it was actually a, yeah, a hospital and infirmary. And the poorhouse was obviously for people who were either disabled, um, 
you know, single mothers, uh, people who um, were not able to take care or fend for themselves. And they had some of, like, some of the more um, people that they could take care of in that poorhouse area. And then it was, like, almost like rollover from the hospital. It was really crazy how that ended up happening. It's, like, three floors, four floors of, like, it literally looks like a house from the hill. And when you get there, it's huge. Like, the property's everywhere. And when we got there, I'm, like, I just, I had a dream about the place a couple nights before we went there. And the upstairs hallway area that they had, I had never been to this building, never spoke to anybody in this building. And I literally dared and just said, hey, do you want to go with me to this place in Van Buren? And I said, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. And I'm like, and he was trying to tell me stuff. And I'm like, stop. You know what I mean? I'm like, I want to be a blank slate. Don't tell me anything. Yeah. And I had this dream and it turned out that all of it was pretty much true. And... The way I did see it in this dream was that, like, the first door, I felt that there was, like, a group of people. And I counted, I thought in my head, about 12. And there was a mother and daughter that were in there, too. And they were the last ones I saw in my dream. And I called that the fire room. Because I literally saw them, like, all kind of poof into, like, ash. And turned out that the building did have a fire where it did kill 14 people. They were put in a mass grave. It was horribly sad I was bawling but then the second room that I saw there was two men that I saw one was hanging from a rafter the other one was laying on the floor and I wasn't for sure why he was laying on the floor I, I didn't know exactly what that meant but I felt that was a suicide room yeah and then the very next door I saw before I woke up was um, a man who murdered a woman and was put in there and I had no idea until I got there that they converted that third room I was talking about. They have jail bars over it. It's the only one that had a jail bar on it. And it was literally set up because a man murdered his wife, and they couldn't afford to house him in the jail that they had, so they put him in there and locked him up in, like, a bar and key situation in that building only. And I was like, like, Darren looked at me because I told him about this dream on the way up there, and he's just like, well, let's see, let's see. He's like, and he told me, he's like, I know about the fire. So he did like admit to me about the fire, but he didn't say how many. And I went up there and like, literally he looked at me like, wow, this girl has gifts. Like, how would you know that? Like, you've never walked in this building. I'm like, and I still shock people a little bit too. So I was like, I know, like I try not to, but I do. And I'm like, I shock myself sometimes. Like, I don't even realize how I can know that. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's just like, Wow. Oh, sorry. My nose is a little itchy. But when's the last, or where's the last place that you investigated at? Ours was a, like a residential case, so. Yeah. We didn't have like a whole lot of EVPs and stuff, but I can't, I'm not really going to talk. Like, no, in no, no, detail no, no, no. Yeah, I know that. Them, I just but, meant like, because I was like, yeah. I, yeah, we went to a residential case actually, um, Darren and I, uh, I want to say like about a month ago. And it was a house investigation, but it actually turned out to be more of a, a reading situation for me because we did some EVPs. Darren did EVP work kind of like on his camera and his filming. And then I did the same thing, but on my camera. So then that way they were like two separate EVP sessions because we both wanted to see like if any of those would correlate or if we would get any sort of EVPs that were similar Mm -hmm. or how different they would be because it's different energy. Yeah. But I had, like, I actually had written down, I, I, all I knew is that we were going to some lady's house in Grand Haven. I had no idea who she was. And I literally started writing down, like, MK as, like, a name. I put possible husband or father, like, husband-father combo thing. And then I wrote down white house with blue shutters. And when we pulled up, it was a white house with dark blue shutters. I walked in, I said, this is what I'm feeling, this is what I'm sensing, and I found out that um, her father and her husband both passed away within months of each other, and her husband's name was Mike, and so I had the MK sound, okay. and I was like, that's what I was trying to yeah. pick up on, I was like, I put Mark, Mac, Mike, something like that, but it was like the MK sound, Yeah. and because it was recent, I kind of noticed too that when it's a recent passing, they don't actually sound out as easy as they do when they've been passed for a significant amount of time. 
just kind of like take some work to get yeah. experience yeah. out of yeah like it's almost kind of like thing. it's almost like they don't have enough energy or something to communicate quite yet like it's almost like they haven't been through some process or something and it's yeah. taking them a minute but it's like when people have been passed for like three years or more i notice that you get clearer evps like you get clear disembodied voices and evps you know and other people can say that it can be like you know demons or whatever and i'm just like no, I'm like I yeah. can feel the difference between. Yeah. I'm like yeah, if I walk dark in, yeah. With, if I pick, if demonic. I walk into a house and I feel like it's negative, like that or demonic, mm. I'm out the door. Yeah. I'm like I love you guys. I'm sorry. Call a priest. Yeah. I'm like this is not my realm. It's <laughs> yeah. like I'm telling you, it's not my realm. Well, it's mine too. I think just when you get over there, like like when you were born into this body, you had to learn how to eat and you know how to how to walk and crawl. And I think it's probably the same way. On you know, you're in a different form. You're in a different type of body so right. to speak so you got to kind of go through that process yeah you know again i do i do say too that like people automatically assume that because they're dead they know everything but i i like to try to point out the fact that if you accumulate from birth to death all the knowledge that you've collected yourself as a human being as walking on this earth and the experiences you had that's the knowledge that a human spirit has when they pass is all that combined knowledge. Yeah. So all they can really tell you or help you with is what experiences they've been through or how that does. When you have spirit guides, those are usually divine, just like demons are considered like arc demons or you know something bad from the hell. And then you've got heaven, which has like seven archangels, but there's stuff above that too. These are all non-walking on earth entities. And so either way, when you look at it, they've never walked in a human form on earth. So it's almost like they're kind of above that guardian angel stage. So they're like kind of right in between there. And those are the ones that are like your higher spirit guides, like the ones that you're hearing or feeling, or they're questioning you like, "Uh uh-uh, don't go in there, like something like that. That's kind of those. But you also have like your guardian angels, the people that are in your life that are human, that have passed. And those would be like a father, grandfather, something of that nature, or mother, you know, anything like that, where they have that earthly knowledge, they know who you are, and they surround you with their loving energy still. So that's the way I look at it. And that's kind of the way, I mean, other people that I've kind of communicated with about gifts and abilities, it's exactly how they explain it too. And I'm like, because I did have a couple of questions, like I was kind of reading the Bible, and it wasn't really making sense to me kind of going through like the thee thou art stuff i'm like how do i interpret that and then i just kind of finally found some people that were like-minded and it helped me put my own pieces together so i can figure out what i want to do or how to apply it yeah i think everybody does that yeah (laughs) yeah they do what works for them okay like my daughter on the phone (laughs) (laughs) oh Sorry. Okay. So, is there anything else like you want to talk about? Leave the floor, kind of. Well, I go. <laughs> I I always like to tell people too that like when I do readings, like I do involve like like card readings and stuff, which obviously a lot, you know, all these cards and stuff can be pretty much bought on Amazon. So the way I look at it is, I'm the vessel. These are tools. You know what I mean? And so when I look at those. I always, whenever I'm in a reading with somebody, I have my own personal reading that I do with them where there's no cards, nothing like that, no dowsing rods, pendulums, anything. I just sort of do like an open mediumship reading and I write down what it is that I'm feeling and what I'm seeing or sensing. And when I write that down, I talk to them a little bit just to say, okay, this is what I'm picking up on. Is this the right person? Because sometimes you have people that will come through that might be for somebody else you're supposed to meet later on during the day or another time, and you don't always know for sure if it's that particular loved one. Okay. But I do these more for validation. So when I use these, it's more like a way for them to have comfort and peace in the reading that I'm giving them because I do technically feel that when you use your gifts and you pull these cards out and you're laying them out and you're kind of handling them like with vibration, it's almost like spirit is picking that card for you. And it's letting you know 
like I'm validating that what she said is real. Okay. Angel. So that's more kind of what you because that's always thing I always kind of wonder because like a lot of times it's like. Are you just drawing a random card, like playing cards? <laughs> no, like, well, I no. draw an ace. Like, that's the part yeah, that I oh, never yeah, really I know. understood I'm like, they, for about like, doing, like, yeah, the for cards. Yeah, for, like, regular tarot, like, the original mm -hmm. tarot and stuff, I heard that you could do, like, the deck of cards where, yeah. like, because you have, like, the pentacles and wands or whatever. And I'm like, I never really got into um, deep tarot like that. I kind of stuck with angel tarot because it works more with earth, air, fire, and water, like the elements. It does give you your major arcana, like a regular tarot, but it doesn't have the, like the death or devil card. This one? Oh. Yeah, there you go. Okay. I was like, yeah. yeah. But I was like, because these are made by other people, they're not like handmade by me. And so what I like to tell people is I use the angel tarot cards for like personal readings. Like if they may have questions about like their personal life or like a relationship or, um, if they feel like um, getting a new home or stuff like that, like a guidance card, that's what I kind of call it, is like a guidance card. And I always tell them that, like, it's not going to give you exact detail into your life. It's going to give you a perspective to think about. So don't just take that with a grain of salt and run to the lottery. You know what I mean? Like, don't, because I'm like, that's a one in a billion chance that anybody's ever going to win that. You know what I mean? Yeah. What it is is it can say, like, if you've got, like, some luck in your future or like stability with money or things like that it's letting you know that the work that you're putting forward now is going to bring you fruits of your labor sooner than later so the steps that you're taking are the right path that you need to be on right now and then these type of cards are more of a mediumship card and i like to use these for when i'm doing like past loved one readings because i tend to feel that when i use these um more of their loved ones, when they choose those cards, they're picking out the right message for their particular person. And I absolutely love these cards. Like, there are so many times where they're absolutely dead on right that, like, it makes you cry. Like, you're literally like, I cannot believe I just pulled that for you. Like, that is stunning. I'm like, even after a personal reading and they're getting all that information from me and then all of a sudden I pull this card that's, like, exactly what I just said. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, that's what I mean by vessel and tool. So, but I try. My daughter sometimes thinks I'm a little crazy, but I let her think what she wants. <laughs> <laughs> and she is shaking her head. Yeah, yes. she's like, yes. <laughs> but I'm like, and I know that it does sound a little, like, wackadoodle sometimes. You know, like, I do. And I'm like, and I don't ever mean to portray that to people either. Like, I don't want them to feel like it's some sort of mystical, magical woohoo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, I'm not, like, trying to say that that's everybody's tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but I'm like, I do just try to say, but, like, I use protection crystals. Like, I'm wearing, like, Tibetan prayer beads right now. And, like, my daughter's birthstone because these types of things remind me of positivity and like to keep my spirits up or to have that laughter and love and light in my life yeah so when i wear these type of things i already put that immediate emotion into them so when you have that emotion it's almost like it's kind of charge it with positive yeah energy, like it's charging it yeah. so then that way like when you're doing other stuff you're actually absorbing that energy back mm -hmm. and it's the same thing like the like attracts like or the yeah. negative attracts negative so it's like when you're putting that energy in if you're putting negative into it you're going to get negative out of it mm -hmm. but like i love selenite for that purpose like this one's just a heart-shaped one but i thought it was so cute that i was like i had to get it a little mini one but i was like i was like when you hold these in your hand it's like after a while when you hold anything in your hand you can almost create the heat you know what i mean like almost like a yeah. heat like it's warming you What's really crazy is what I've noticed with selenite is that when you have that emotion, it's almost like when it absorbs it, it'll almost give you that um, heated feeling. Like even if you're not holding it like tight to create like the sweat or the heat, yeah. but just like that light absorption. And I can tell that it's almost like it's taking that like anger and depression and putting it into something else. So then that way it's taking it out of me and forcing it out. Okay. And then because these are made from like a gypsum, you cannot use salt water for these because they will melt them. Like it'll remove that. So I sage them. So then that way it cleanses them so you're able to use them again. Or I do use a little bit of holy water sometimes on it just to sort of wash off because like any stone that you touch, you're going to get some of that gunk on. Mm -hmm. But I'll do that for like a prayer, but I don't soak them. 
some of the other ones you have to charge in moonlight and then soak. So I don't know if you know about that or not. But when you have crystals and you take care of them, you use moonlight to charge them. So it's almost like putting that energy into them through the light of the moon or sun, depending on whichever one you want to use. And I use the moonlight, but I'll put those in on like full moons and then I'll take them out the next morning. And I'm like, if they're able to be soaked in salt water, it'll help cleanse. And I'm like, I'll use like a pink, pink Himalayan salt or a sea salt. And when I do that, it cleanses all that energy back off of that. So it's almost like a restart. Like, okay. like you're getting like a return on your investment. You <laughs> know, like what okay. you're doing is yeah. recharging them. But I'm like, I use a lot of pendulums. I have crystals and things like that in them. And I'm like, I this one I would have to say is my go-to favorite one because it's like my full chakra from head to toe. I'm like, you can tell that it's got a little piece of my hair wrapped around it because I use it so much. But I'm like, I love it. I'm like... It's literally very good with communication. And I'm like, some people don't understand, but you're putting your energy, you know, into it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're just allowing that crystal. It's almost like you can feel this part, like, move. Like, something's, like, tipping it. It's really crazy when you put the energy yeah. into it. I was like, first time I did it, I was like, holy cow. Yeah. But, yeah, I was like, I have tons of them. And I'm like, you can buy them pretty much anywhere um, that sells, like, crystals, Um Amazon, anything like that, but just like anything else, whether it's a spirit box, a Ouija board, whatever you're using, it's all about the intent. So I'm like, I don't use Ouija boards because they already have like a negative connotation to them. And so automatically your mind moves towards like the exorcist or like scary things like that or demonic things. Mm -hmm. And you don't think about the fact that you're communicating with spirit. Now a spirit box, however, you're not allowing yourself to touch that Ouija board you know like when you're using the Ouija board you're touching it mm -hmm. you're giving them permission to use your energy to answer questions with a spirit box your hand isn't on the box the whole time you're like turning it on and allowing it to search through those channels and use that channel box as its communicator yeah. so you're not actually putting your energy into it that way it's not so much with the attachments yeah but I do still sage like, I do still sage and stuff afterwards and, like, say a prayer to close. So then yeah. that way they know that, like, you're not going to attach to me. Like, we're just communicating and, yeah. you know, the party doesn't have to end, but you can't stay here. You know what yeah. I mean? That's kind of how it or is. Or you do have to stay here. You yeah. can't follow Yeah, me. right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever it is. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm like, I don't care if you want to haunt these people, but you're not coming to my house. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, it probably wouldn't be able to. I'm like, I have Palo Santo wood crosses yeah. above yeah. everything. I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. I sage yeah. it. My daughter hates the smell of sage. She does. She hates the it smell of sage. It does stink. Yeah. She hates the smell. Palo Santo is much, much oh, better. Oh, yeah. Palo Santo is so much better. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, she just doesn't like the smell of sage. So, like, I have to wait for her and, like, my boyfriend to be in bed. And then, like, I'll go in and kind of do, like, a house cleansing. Like, I open up my door and, like, I sort of take the energy from Lily in my room the guest bedroom, the bathroom, like the hallway, and I bring it all towards the living room and kitchen and then push it out that way. Yeah. That's kind of how I start. I start from the back and go forward. Yeah. That's how I've always done it. Now, it may not be the right way that everybody else does it, but that's the way I do it because my house is smaller, so I start from the back and go to the front. Yeah. And that's why we usually like when we're saging, we start at like one end and then kind of work it either towards the front door or whatever door and then try to push you know yeah. i've had other people tell me that out. you have to like to get rid of negative energy you have to walk counterclockwise around the house or clockwise and i'm like yeah we don't like do i got time to remember <laughs> yeah. that i'm like how can you walk in a circle in a square or rectangle house yeah i'm like you tell me that i'm like i know i'm a blonde but i'm like come on now how am i gonna do that yeah oh <laughs> you know what i mean like it's like i get yeah. the motion you know what i mean like you gotta go counterclockwise or clockwise but i'm like people are telling me this and i'm like i I don't you're making think that this really more. Makes, I'm like, I yeah, I'm like, that... I think you're just making this more complicated mm -hmm. for yourself. I'm like, as long as you know what your intentions are towards it, and you're actually not putting negativity in it. It's like I don't deal in witchcraft. I do know that some of the ideas, I guess, that I have, or some of the things that I do sort of have or collectively work with, it could be considered pagan, but I'm not. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not Wiccan, pagan, I'm not a witch. I'm like, I'm not going to magically appear, like, you know, they're nothing like that. I'm yeah. like, I'm not like Glenda the Good Witch or anything like that. But I do have special gifts and abilities that does help me to communicate. And I do 
put my intentions and my heart and emotions into these things for a reason because having other people's emotions or connecting with those people can be absolutely draining Mm -hmm. it can bring you like i've been depressed before for like three days after investigating places like it'll literally suck me dry of all energy yeah and then i feel like i have to kind of reboot or recharge and I'm like, and that's when I'm like, like daughter's at school and I'm laying on the couch and I've got like a crystal in each hand and I'm like holding them like this and I'm like laying down on the couch and I'm just saying like a little prayer to kind of help calm me down. And I try to let the crystals absorb that energy out of me mm-hmm. because I'm like, I've texted Darren, I don't know how many times where I'm like, I woke up at three o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm having bad dreams, like stuff happens or whatever. And I'm like, I'm texting him like, like, I don't know why, but I can't sleep right I'm like, something's not right about it. And I'll I'll also do like personal cleansings. Like I do like, I'll sometimes do salt water baths, like with pink Himalayan salt or sea salt. There's also times when I'll do um, like another cleansing, but it's more like I light Palo Santo wood and I let it burn in like the dish and then kind of waft it over me. And then I say the prayer that way to cleanse myself from it. So I stop feeling that way. Usually after that, I'm... I'm okay. <laughs> but I was like, but I do notice it does take some draining out of you. It does. Yeah. Like you don't feel like yourself sometimes and you're just like, please don't let this stuff attach to me. That's all I ask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just like, but sometimes it's like the room you're in or whatever negativity has been put in there, whether it be, you know, earthly negativity or demonic, it doesn't matter. It's all negative. Mm-hmm. So it still takes that energy out of you. And that's what kind of scares me because I'm like, I'm like, I always tell Darren, I'm like, please, like, yeah. meditate before you go into a place. Like, mm-hmm. ground yourself. Like, make sure you know you've got two feet on the ground. Like, you know where you're at. Like, do a prayer, a meditation. Do not walk into things blindly. Yeah. Because you have no idea what's waiting behind that door. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Yeah. Not at all. Mm-hmm. You could think you have an idea. And then you walk in and you're like, oh, heck no. <laughs> and you're like, you're yeah. wrong. So. Yeah, because I know that's like for like our team's experience too. Is like, we usually always try to do prayers and stuff like that mm-hmm. and do like the saging. And like, if we have a time all of a sudden we don't do it, that's when stuff gets crazy afterwards, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yep. Because like sometimes you're like really tired at the end of the night and you don't, you know, you forget to do <laughs> the, yep. the stuff you need to do to close yep. down. Sometimes. And you do. I mean, you mm-hmm. do like you get tired because I'm yeah. like, I mean, you're you're not only doing physical, you know, physical activity when you're in a place and walking around. You're also and, up all night. Yeah, you're <laughs> also like, like up half the night. And... and then you're like, you're on your cameras and I'm like, they're yeah. heavy to walk around with. And then you've got like, you got to make sure everything's set up right mm-hmm. so you can actually see what you're doing. You got to deal with people. And that's always a challenge i mean because you have people that are like your best friends or your worst enemies like they will butt heads with you over anything yeah and then you've got other people who are like wanting to be your best friends and they want to text you at three o'clock in the morning when you have a family and a life and you got to be up at six in the morning for your kid and i'm like like i'm gonna give you one chance you know what i mean i'm like I realize that sometimes I do my live streams late at night, but that doesn't mean I want your phone calls at four in the morning. Yeah, so, that's something usually I don't have to right. worry about. Well, they, like with they our call, team, they call someone me a messenger. Yeah, and I'm I, like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's that with people accidentally hitting it on their phone. Like I've had that yep. one time. I was on yeah. like three in the morning. I'm like, <laughs> why is my group? Why are my <laughs> group having a tech a group text at like, or a group I've, call at three I've in the morning? Accidentally for... touch dialed people so many yeah. times. Like I go to call my best friend M, and I'm like, I'll be texting her, and I'll set my phone down, and I don't realize that I like went to exit out of the screen, and I yeah. hit the video call. So it's calling her as I'm walking to the yeah. bathroom, and all of a sudden I hear hello, and I'm like. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I was just like, what was that? Yeah. But I was like, yeah, but I'm like, three o'clock in the morning is not fun for phone calls. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, usually those are reserved for emergencies. Yeah. So automatically, when your phone rings at three o'clock That's in the morning, you yeah. automatically think like a family member's in the hospital or mm-hmm. something's happened. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm like, look, I'm like, if I schedule a reading with you at seven o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, whatever, that's fine. But I'm like, I'm going to give you one chance. You call me once at three o'clock in the morning and I don't answer you because it's three o'clock in the morning. And I text you back and I say, thank you so much for sharing your message. 
and for trusting me with that information, but I would appreciate it if you wouldn't call me at three o'clock in the morning. How about try to text me during the day and then see if we can schedule something? Yeah. Because I'm like, my biggest thing is, is that I do try to be as professional as possible. I do know that I'm very personable, friendly, and talkative. But, you know what I mean? I'm like, I do, you know, I do want to be as close to people as I can. But I have learned over time that I cannot be everybody's everybody. And when you have your own family that you have to take care of and you're running for them and you're tired by the end of the day, I completely understand how people feel and they feel like they're being taken advantage of. Like, like your kindness is being mistaken as weakness or like mm-hmm. they can get over on something. And I'm like, it does, I mean, if they want to send me a message... And just say, like, yeah, I liked your live stream, or, hey, is there any way I can talk to you and do a private reading, or um, or they have a message that they want to send because they're worried about something. I completely understand that, but I'm like, I'm like, but just don't call me, like, for a video chat when I'm in my PJs looking like hell, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm like, excuse me, but I'm like, it's true, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, I don't want to face chat with you with my makeup off and my hair not curled <laughs> yeah. and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in my PJs. I'm like, the only people get to see me like that are her my boyfriend and my mom. I'm like, other than that, I'm like, yeah. no. <laughs> I was like, I just, I try to be like professional looking. Like if I go to an investigation, if I go to a house, if I'm doing a live stream, I'm like, I may not always be the most prettiest person in the world, but I do try to at least put that face forward. Like, I guess it's dress for success, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Like putting your best foot forward, you know, and stuff. And I'm like, there are times when I'm in my sweatpants and my t-shirt and I'm good. Like, let me watch Grey's Anatomy reruns and I'm good to go. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Ghost Adventures doesn't matter. But yeah. like, like, but there's other days. Like, if I'm going to do something like this or I'm going to be out at somebody else's house that I don't know, I'm like, I'm not going to walk in there and just open up their fridge and t- help myself. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm going to take my shoes off. I'm going to say, can I or may I? You know, yeah. please and thank you. Like, that's how I was raised. And I'm like, I know for a fact that my grandpa would come out of his grave and slap me upside the head if I wasn't that way. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I'm like, and I know. And I'm just like, and I do know. So I'm like, I think about that. And I'm like, yeah. men and women that are older than me are always sir and ma'am, like Mr. and Mrs. It's never like kiddo or sweetie pie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's always Mr. or Mrs. or sir or ma'am. Yeah. I try to instill that in her. Okay. <laughs> She's at the digital age. Yeah. Their phone is their best friend. Yeah. They don't learn crap from that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Matt's over here looking at me like, you crazy woman. <laughs> I was like, it's okay. I'm a fun person, I promise. <laughs> I just try to laugh a lot. Yeah. I like people to feel comfortable. Like, like they're able to come to me like a sister or a best friend, you know, and I'm like, I know... You know, I'm kind of one of a kind, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm unique and I'm not always everybody's cup of tea. And I'm a little talkative and I have severe ADHD. Sorry about that. But I'm like, I do try to be positive and I do try to make sure that anything that I am doing for people is for their best, like their best interest, their best self. And I'm like, and trust me, my life is not perfect and I make mistakes and I'm not all-knowing wisdom. Like, I can't always tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. I'm like, I can tap into maybe a few things that your loved ones might tell me and pick up on that energy. But it doesn't mean I'm going to know the lottery numbers tomorrow or, like, crazy crap like that that they think I'm going to know. And I'm like, if I would have known that, I'm like, you really think I'd be talking to You'd you right be now? playing I'm the like, numbers. <laughs> I'm like, I would be in the Bahamas right now getting a tan and, like, having some cabana boy rub me down with some hot oil or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, why would I be talking? You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm just saying. You know, it's like people just come up with, like, these crazy things. And I'm like, I bet you anything, if you sat down one day, meditated, opened yourself up to your surroundings a little bit more, you'd be able to tap into some of that energy, too. Like, you'd be able to find that connection or that wave that works for you. And I'm like, right before I do a reading, it doesn't matter if it's for 15 minutes or a half hour or five minutes. I will seriously sit with Palo Santo Wood. I close my eyes for a few minutes. I just sort of breathe. I'm like, I don't make any weird noises. You know, I'm like, I don't chant. You know what I mean? I just sort of, yeah, I'm like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, I don't do like the Gregorian chant or anything like that. It's just more like... Like, finding a place within me that's peaceful. 
and just kind of finding that like har- harmony. You yeah. know what I mean? And once I feel like I'm balanced, then that's when I open myself up and I write down exactly what I'm thinking, everything. It doesn't matter if it's the craziest thing you've ever heard in your life. I will write it down. And it's all because it's possibly relevant to them. And I may not understand why I wrote that, but they might. Yeah. Like it could be something that their grand grandmother or grandfather told them or spoke to them about or something. And I wouldn't have a clue of that. Yeah. Those are special meanings and moments between you and them. Like how would I be able to know that? Is that somewhere on the internet? No. Mm-hmm. I'm like, those are personal experiences. It's like, how would I really be able to know that without yeah. tapping Without the context, it's yeah. not going to make sense. Right. So. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, people are like, oh, you Google search them. I'm like, really? Because I don't have the kind of money to spend on those, whatever, those websites that, like, make you type in names and stuff, whatever. And go th- I'm like, how would I know that? I'm like, how would I know that Joe Schmo lives in New York City? I'm like, they don't tell me any of that. I'm like, where am I going to look it up? I'm like, he could be lying. You know what I mean? It's like, how would I know that? Yeah. And I'm like, he could be lying, saying that he lives in New York City and he lives all the way in San Francisco, but how would I know that? So I'm like, I'm not going to Google that. And I'm like, I don't know what those websites are called, but somebody tried to say that I was Facebooking them. And I'm like, really? Because your whole life story, everything that had to do with personal experiences with this person who passed away is right there on your Facebook story, right? Yeah, and most people, it's not. They have like a little bit, but yeah. there are some people that put way too much on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Trust me, I'm like... like you, you could tell what they've eaten for the last five years for every meal. <laughs> my, mom, my mom even jokes with me, too. Well, she'll like message me, and she's like, did you even see my message on Facebook? And I'm like, no. And she's like, why? And I'm like, because I don't spend every waking day on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, usually I'll just play a game or mind my own business. Because I'm like, I don't really care what somebody ate last night or yeah. or what happened in their bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I'm like, if they, if they have something that's, like, important or something that's really affected their life in either a positive or, like, negative way, I want to hear about that stuff. Like, I want to know what's going on with them that way or friendship-wise. But I'm like, I don't need to know every detail from the time they woke up at 9.01 a.m. to 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, I don't need to know your personal business or, you know, who you're hanging out with or whoever you're dating. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, I really don't. I'm like, that's your business. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, my business is to mind my own. So I'm good. (laughs) I'm like, that's all I do. Hold on, I'm allowed to have this on here. I talk no, a lot. Fine. <laughs> I get dry mouth, so I talk a lot. Yeah. I was like, I should have grabbed water, but caffeine's needed for this light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It does help. It does. Would you like some? I'm like, I can get you a glass. <laughs> <laughs> well, how much time do we have? 53 minutes. Okay. So we got seven. Yeah. yeah. So if there's anything you want to like close out with, then I was just going to kind of do like a closing. <sighs> My goodness, I didn't prepare. I should have. I told Wayne when I talked to him, though. Um, well, I don't really do like the closing ones. I just figure if there's any like last yeah. thing you want to talk about, yeah, you have to give like, like your final yeah. thought. Yeah, like, <laughs> on that it's, one, like, so. it's like, yeah. want to buy a vowel? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I think there's more consonants, though. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's just, I mean, I guess maybe um, uh, check out my channel at Jamie Ray's Paranormal Wonders because I would like to say truly and respectively that everything that I've captured, whether it be on camera, um, EVP, everything that I've heard is absolutely genuine. Like, honestly, I am not a computer genius. I'm like, I want to pick Matt's head before I leave here because I seriously have been having issues with my camera. And I'm like, I'm like stunned right now that like I even know half of what I do on the internet. Like, I think the last class I had was, like, a computer literacy class in, like, 10th grade. I'm, like, I had to relearn a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm, like, I'm using, like, mediocre movie maker to be able to do my editing. So, I'm, like, I don't have any, like, voiceover stuff. I don't have any way to put any sort of, like, weird stuff in it. You know what I mean? And I don't even know how, even if I could. (laughs) But I'm, like, so everything I capture is exactly what I hear through my headphones or what I'm sensing at that moment, or what I actually captured. And I'm like, a lot of times, what I did capture is actually pretty dang cool. And I'm like, 
that one orb. I don't know if you got a chance to see that or not at Van Buren when we went there. I don't think I've seen that one. Though. Okay. I it's the name of the video is called I saw this place in my dream part two because it was a second we had two different parts of the building that we kind of focused on and I didn't want to make it too long but the second one if you even fast forward to 18 minutes in there's this room and it's called the parlor room and I do believe I hear myself saying something to Darren about I feel like there's a woman in here and when I turn the camera and I'm like just looking in the room there's a curtain right here, and it almost looks like the silhouette of a woman and a child standing right there. And all of a sudden, this white, bright light orb comes right out of the wall, does like a small loop like this, and when it comes back down, it spreads wings. And this is in the middle of winter. We were all freezing to death in that building because they had no heat. There's no bugs, there's no butterflies, there's no moths, there's no spiders, nothing like that. So everything that I was capturing, whether it be in that room or in the, the war room, there was orbs that were coming in from the hallway into my camera. And I'm like, how do you explain that? Like, mm -hmm. I do understand when you go into certain places, like if it's dusty or whatever, like some of that can be dust. Yeah, but that's these, a lot of what orbs But I are, also yeah. physically ask on camera, I said, if that's you that I'm still sensing, I'm like, will you do that again? And literally almost on cue, the orb comes right back in. Okay. And I'm like, but the other one that came in through the wall in that parlor room was like a once in a lifetime shot. Like I was like, wow. Okay. Like I couldn't believe I caught that. Well, there's one thing I think just just to close because um, with your name there's a lot of different spellings for Jamie and Ray oh, so like if yeah, you want to like spell J, it out yeah it's J A M I E R A E apostrophe S paranormal uh, P A R A N O R M A L and then wonders it's W O N D E R S I call my people my paranormal wanderers and one of my favorite quotes is not all who are lost or not all who wander are lost. Okay. And so, because I'm always kind of a daydreamer too, so okay. you know, <laughs> like yeah. so, I kind of always fitted with that quote. Yeah, you know. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we just like to thank Jamie Ray for coming on the podcast. Uh, make sure to join us the first Wednesday in March. I believe it's the fifth. Um, we'll be having Darren Dykehouse of Lakeshore Paranormal. My buddy. You can uh, hopefully we'll be back up live. Um, <laughs> my phone it doesn't work on, so hopefully we'll have somebody in so we can do a live one on our Kent County Paranormal page. Uh, and that then you can um otherwise you'll be able to find the video again like this one on on the whole picture podcast and um at or the, the audio at uh wktvjournal.org slash podcast forward slash podcast and again if you need any help um with the you want us to come into an investigation if you want you know if you want like a cleansing or whatever like stuff you may want we don't charge for any of that but you can email us at kentcountyparanormal at hotmail.com. You can message us on Facebook, or you can call the ghost line at 616-541-4496. That's 616-541-4496. I do have one more thing I want to okay. add. And if the fans and the listeners that listen to this podcast or that are involved in the paranormal, if they want to see a collaboration between Kent City Paranormal and Jamie Ray's Paranormal, Whatever you have to do, you smash a like button, you send us a message, uh, make sure that you subscribe or you follow anything that has to do with WKTV Journal. Mm -hmm. um, you give a special shout out to Matt for being the camera guy and being awesome yeah. and Brandon for hosting because I definitely love you and I'm glad I got a chance to read you. I'm like, that was pretty amazing. Yeah. And I mean, we don't have to get into the details because I do know that readings are personal mm -hmm. and they are private, but it was, I always tell people, it was an honor and a blessing to be able to help you find comfort or to have yeah. enclosure. Yeah. And to me, that is what makes this the best field to be in. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm very appreciative to be on here. And I'm like, I'm glad that you had me on here. I'm like, could have spooked you with my whole reading <laughs> thing. And you were like, yeah. whatever. But yeah. no, actually, he we had a really good reading and it was very... It was very opening and enlightening, and I really, yeah. I really loved and genuinely got to know him a little bit more. And I'm like, and it made it so comfortable for me to be around him. So I'm like, and I hope that maybe we can collab in the future, or do something not just on the podcast, but maybe an investigation. Yeah. 
compare notes and yeah. see like because he has a whole different ethic or how he does things and then yeah. i have a different one so when you watch two different videos it may be kind of cool to see the same place in two different sets you know what mm-hmm. i mean like two different camera views yeah so i think that might be kind of cool too yeah and that may be something you might be able to do here in the future and like i have another group too um but well i'll just close off if you want to catch if you are interested in the paranormal there's a group called Grand Rapids MI uh, Paranormal. Mm-hmm. I have that as a group to try to go and like train people to be investigators and stuff. But we're getting towards the end, so I'm just going to tell next time. Uh, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it spooky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>